This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome once again to Line Dance Podcast here on Move Radio with Christopher Gonzalez and Megan Marcelia. Today we will be reflecting on Florida Line Dance Classic, which we attended just recently at the Orlando Airport Marriott Lakeside. And we are happy here on this sunny day with our home studio, all gears firing, all the usual mic equipment plugged back in. Looks like our levels are a little low, but uh, on our handy-dandy portable recorder, the levels are through the roof, which is actually not what you want for audio equipment, (laughs) but uh, it really shows the improvement in the kind of mics that we're using, I think. Uh, The last ones that we were using had a lot of pop and a lot of um, rattling. (laughs) I think we got them cheap off Amazon. And the setup that we have now is, I think, clearer. Hopefully that'll come through in the recorded portion of today's episode. Whether or not the live tuner inners are getting a similar experience off of our USB mic remains to be seen. We can only hope for the best. Tuner inners? Okay. I can roll with that. Tuner inners is absolutely a word. Okay. That we are adding to the line dance lexicon this week. Florida Line Dance Classic. We did quite a bit of homework for this event. The people who attended uh, on staff were the sort that you want to dance with late into the night. Which bodes well for any lineup that you see when you're considering going to an event. Uh, some of the folks included, and when I say some I'm going to read the entire list from top to bottom... Um, included Rachel McEnany-White, Scott Blevins, Joe Thompson-Zamansky, Will Craig, Joey Warren, John Robinson, Jamie Marshall, Rosie Maltari, Ira Weisberg, Frank Trace, Trevor Thornton, Janice Graves, Marilyn McNeil, Sandy Albano, Lindy Bowers, Lisa Johns-Gross, Arlene Weinerman, and Gemma Ridyard, the winner of the World Dance Masters Country Choreography Division. And the DJs were Louis St. George, J.P. Potter, and Olivia Ray. All of this, of course, was put on by Jen Cameron. And as mentioned, this was at the Orlando Airport Marriott Lakeside, which is the same venue that hosted Fun in the Sun this year. This is also uh, known to some as either formerly or not Tampa Bay Lion Dance Classic, because that's what it used to go by when it was in Tampa Bay. But this year they did a change of venue to the same hotel as Fitz. We flew in on late, late, late Wednesday night. Uh, The event itself was scheduled to run from November 30th to December 3rd, and we opted for the red eye. And what are your feelings on red eye flights, Megan? Oh, and flying across the country, it's so the way to go. Yeah. (laughs) It's so the way to go. Um, Although I don't sleep perfectly i'm able to get some sleep so the six hour flight does not feel as such which is really nice 
Mm. Um, and then you get there early enough that you still have time to adjust to the day, especially with it being a completely different time zone from us by several points. <laughs> mm. What are they, they're like four hours ahead, three hours ahead, something like that. Three, yeah. So it's uh, quite the adjustment. Um, for us, at least, I'm sure people who are flying internationally have it a lot harder, but it makes it easier for me to adjust to the upcoming weekend's events by having that little extra head time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Frontier Airlines for an overnight. I don't know if I would recommend it uh, for everyone. I know it saves a lot of money. For us, it was it was nice. A round trip was. I think 300 or less. And that gets you an experience that's about 300 or less. The seats do not recline. They're a little small. And everything for us that um, that you'd want to pack and not charge extra or be charged extra for has to fit under your seat. So that means even less leg room. Um, no onboard entertainment. No f- movies on the back of the chairs in front of you or anything like that. But again it gets us to more events than if we were to do higher priced flights and go to fewer of them. Yes, definitely. Um, if you want the challenge or as I like to say, adventure, (laughs) (laughs) you'll fly one of the cheaper flights. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yes, they do charge for everything, unfortunately. Yeah. So even for the window seat, I think I ended up paying, uh, $12 more just to sit next to you Mm. because that was the only option available was either play pay $12 for the window or $12 for the aisle or I sit in a completely different aisle than you. Yeah. So, I was like, all right, $12, fine, whatever. <laughs> One advantage that we do have with Frontier compared to another discount airline like say Southwest is that our seats are guaranteed. So, if we show up on the later side or right before they're about to take off, like we tend to do. <laughs> it has definitely happened before. Uh we know exactly where we're headed. We can go straight to our seats. We don't have to worry about what's left over or who we have to negotiate with to trade for a couple seats that are next to each other. Although, to be fair, we have traded in the past with people on cheaper air fl- airfare airlines as mm. well. This is true. So, We actually got lucky on the way back because one seat to our right was open. Yes. So oh you got gosh. to lay out. And I didn't mind leaning. I just needed something to lean against. On the way there, I was in the middle. I didn't get to lean against anything, but I had my handy-dandy neck pillow that you so generously bought for me for a previous trip, and that helped a lot. If you aren't able, as happens on Frontier, to, uh, to lean forward because the seat is too close, or, or lean on the uh, tray because it's too small and too awkwardly placed away from you, uh, or on anyone else because you're in the middle... Um, just being able to lean back or a little to your, your side on your shoulders is um, is all you need. Like compared to all the other options, just having that little bit of cushion. It's it, for people who don't know what I'm talking about. It's sort of like a life jacket, uh, except it only goes around your neck. It doesn't go down your chest, and it's stuffed with uh, padding and it has a fuzzy microfiber finish to it, uh, almost like suede. So any direction you lean on uh, to your left or right or back, uh, you will have something supporting the weight of your head. And you had your zebra print one. I had my blue one. Uh, They turned off all the lights in the cabin. 
I think on the way back somebody had their light on because they were, I don't even know what they were doing, something with their laptop, and they needed to see the keys. But on the way there, it was pretty unanimous. We all wanted to sleep because we were taking off at 10-something p.m. and arriving at 6-something their time. Yeah. Yeah. Once we got there, uh, we were worried that we wouldn't be able to check in until noon or 1 or whenever housekeeping was done doing their thing. Um, However... Because you had talked with uh, Jen Cameron about what rooms were still available in the block, we we went up to the front desk, we asked what our options were, they said we were originally going to be set up with a double room, because that's just what, what the standard was, and we said, well, if there's anything cheaper, or if there's anything available sooner, we'll take that instead, and they did have a king bed available at 7-something in the morning. That was amazing. Yes. That was very much needed for that last little leg of uh, sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to get in, unpack, and shower as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, after being on an airplane with the circulated air and the potential germs and, you know, it just being cooped up for that length of time, I like to just kind of like, you know set things up for how it's going to be over the next couple of days and then just wash away all the yuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then that early in the morning, typically where I like to do the nap, but we actually had access to breakfast, mm-hmm. free breakfast, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And so totally understand why people do the breakfast thing now before events. Mm-hmm. I'm considering eating before all of my dancing, but we'll see whether that actually happens. It's it's penciled in on the schedule, I'd say. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I actually, I had brought a salad on the flight because I thought, well, before we end up going to Walmart or anything like that, I'll at least have one meal ready to eat. And it was spinach in a little Tupperware container and then a couple of portable dressing packs. And I not only did I not eat that salad the entire time we were on this trip, I think I still have it in my refrigerator. Uh-oh. Yeah, so that's that's ready to be donated to nature. Yeah, I think so. Back to um, the soil. But, you no, know, it's, it's something to definitely consider, considering, I think, was it... Detroit that we went a little crazy in Walmart. We went hungry and tired and we bought way too much food. Yeah. Way too much food. And I had previously learned, or thought I learned, at another event, might have been Big Bang, um, all those fruit cups and all those cans of fruit that I bought were too many. So I bought fewer of them uh, at Detroit. I now know to buy zero of them. Right. I have overdosed on canned fruit for the year of 2017, and I hope that 2018 I learned my lesson. Right. Yeah. So, so far, it's the uh, not necessarily packing the salad mm-hmm. and no more fruit cups. Yeah. Even when we did go to Walmart and uh, bought a few things, I ended up not eating all of even what we thought was a moderate amount of food. I Before we left, like, just as we were getting onto the shuttle, we were chugging down our applesauces and whatever you know we had that we couldn't fly out with us. And I still ended up giving two cans of corn 
and a can of smoked mussels <laughs> to the front desk for their canned food drive because I didn't want them to go to waste and I could not stuff anything else into my belly. Yeah, fortunately, Jono was hungry, so he ate some of my, uh, my one of my cans of SpaghettiOs. Mm-hmm. What day was it that we went to Walmart? Was that the first day or, um, or the second day? I'm almost positive it was the first day. I thought it was, yeah. Yeah, because then Friday we went out to dinner. Yes. Yeah, oh, so that's it was another, the first day. That is another thing that uh, we've learned is that... I mean, okay, so first we went from not bringing food and spending too much at, say, places like Vegas. And then we thought, aha, well, this time we're going to pack food and then we we will have it ready for us when we get there. And then I realized for that trip, I think it was Big Bang... Um, you can't fly with some things in your car, and you have to check them or pay extra uh, to to like you know make your carry on into a checked bag. So like, okay, well, uh, let's just fly there and then buy stuff when we get there. So then we learned we buy too much when we get there, and now we also have learned we like going out to dinner if it's with people that we just want to spend that time with. So at this point, I think I'm comfortable just kind of bringing it all the way full circle back around and saving some extra money so that we can spend a little more than we would at home as long as it's with the people that we want to spend that quality time with. Yeah, see, I don't mind it, the idea of like buying a couple things snack-wise to get us through the day, mm-hmm. but maybe for dinner mm-hmm purposes we see we save those open for actually being able to go and eat with people and socialize that is another one of those silly things that we learned is that we like our in-flight snacks and even when we think we're saving money by flying frontier or spirit we're going to buy snacks from frontier or spirit and it's just gonna balance out to whatever it would have been on one of those flights that have free snacks like JetBlue or virgin yeah so for those for those kind of flights, maybe then it would be good to have like the salty crackers or trail mix or whatever that we'd be paying like f- four times the the markup on in the flight when we could just get that bag of M and M's for cheap at a gas station. Right. Yeah. Because those you can do carry on. Yeah. Any of those dry goods. Yeah. So yeah, we we flew in, we checked in, we had our breakfast, and it was like, I mean. Some of the content of the breakfast was pretty standard for even like a Motel Six, um, where it's you know your your scrambled eggs that are all the same color and consistency and you know cereal. I think I had a mix of Frosted Flakes, Raisin Bran, Honey Nut Cheerios, and some fourth thing. Was it? Did I already say Raisin Bran? Frosted mm. Flakes, Cheerios, uh, Raisin Bran, and then there might have been another one in there. But anyway. Um, what else I have? A yogurt, um, tea. We, you had coffee. I had tea. Um, I had juice. Yeah, juice. Yeah, they actually had some nice, nice juices laid out there. They had four different kinds. I think it was yeah. orange, apple, cranberry, and I don't even know what the other one was. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting how. It's a lot of the same stuff that you'd find at a lot of these free continental breakfast places, but the way they presented it and the, the like use of glass carafes for the juice instead of one of those like minute-made dispensers like you'd have at like a McDonald's or something where it's a self-serve, push the button and out comes the juice. Um, 
it just made it all feel fancier. Like we were getting this elite package uh, deal. Right. And, and I remember we were mentioning that as we took our food back to our seats and we were looking out the window and seeing and kind of admiring the, the morning. Which this, this was on the top floor. So I mean, yeah. granted it was only nine floors, but having that, you know, increased high view, mm-hmm. you know, then you have these really pretty windows that overlooked this particular location had um, like a little kind of pond in the center mm-hmm. of a, just like a, it's a round uh, like a path, walking path, path. and I then guess. a driving path around the walking Which path. Which then there was just, you know, like what, five or six hotels that surrounded this little thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, you know, is what gives it the name Orlando Airport Marriott Lakeside. It was like a tiny little lake with a fountain. Yeah. Um, and just having that view in the morning just kind of added just that extra little bit to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, compared to, say, the place we stayed in Detroit, where we also had the free breakfast, but it was this lobby next to the front desk, and people were wandering in, and not all of them were necessarily guests at the hotel. They were just wandering in. Right. Because it was where it was, and it was the discount hotel. I mean, the content of the, the meal was the same, but it's how it's framed. The The content of the, um, say, cereal was the same, but you know how it's presented to you when you put it in your bowl, what kind of bowl it's in. We were noting that with looking out onto the lake, if it were just a body of water, but it were in like a swamp, and it had some dirt on the side of it, we would think, hmm. Maybe it flooded here. Maybe this isn't intentional. But because there was a, a fountain and a nice concrete uh, frame around the lake, it looks like it's supposed to be like art or something. Yeah, there was a couple couple nicely planted trees, and it looked like the grass that surrounded that was maintained. Mm-hmm. And so it just had that very uh, presentable appearance to it that made it just that extra little bit which then we related to dance in that as long as you're hitting certain movements on the beat, that's like your frame. You know, anything that happens in between when you're transitioning, you, know, you get from point A to point B how you get there. And maybe you can put a little personal flair on how you get there. But as long as the limits at each end look tight and controlled... That's what people will see when they're no- noticing the way that you, know, you move. They say, oh, you're very clean or whatever. You might think that you're just kind of fumbling your way from each of those steps to the next. But if they are punctuated and and you know where your feet are, you know where your balance is, then whatever happens on the inside, it's like coloring. You know, As long as you have a strong border, all the inside stuff can be scribbles. But if you only have scribbles and you have no strong border, then it just looks like scribbles. True. Yeah. Uh, also, we noted how many drivers... Went the wrong way? Yeah, on a one-way street. <laughs> but <laughs> fortunately, there were no collisions. They all seemed to figure it out eventually and turn themselves around. There were lots of joggers out there as well. Yes. Um, I was actually surprised at how many people were doing the early morning jog. Mm-hmm. Was that the morning we were also chatting with uh, Jen Cameron when mm-hmm. she came in? Yeah. Yep, that was. Yeah, we're talking about, like, when's Rachel coming in? When When is Joe scheduled to come in? And just kind of generally looking forward to the day, looking forward to the event. We didn't really fully know what to expect because we had never been to this event. We had been to Fun in the Sun, but 
from like the weather to the decorations, there was a lot that was already different, having not even gone into a ballroom yet. True. Yeah. Talking Sorry. a little bit about escape rooms, and like whether we were going to go to any. And it's just so hard to tear yourself away from the ballroom once you know that that's available. Once you know they've opened it up, you don't really want to go anywhere else. So it's it's hard to squeeze in something like that unless you do it during dinner. But then you got to eat during dinner too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that was the morning of the event. Did we eventually nap after? Yes, okay, we went. We, we went back to the room, nap for a little bit. Um, I woke up before you, and tried to go back to sleep, and it didn't work. Mm. So then I headed downstairs to see what everybody was doing and during the setup and whatnot. And I was able to hang out with Louie and JP, the Kellys. Um, I think Lauren was there. She was helping set up as well. They ended up ordering pizza, so I had some some of that. Um, we just hung out and talked and, you know, got caught up and, yeah, just swapped some stories about a few different things. And then uh, I think I ended up heading back up to the room and laying down for a little bit longer. Uh, and then I think that's when we started with the idea of getting ready for the radio show. Oh, yep. Yeah, because we, we take that wherever we go. And I have some new equipment now that, uh, that I'm looking to test out. We just bought a couple of audio... Te- I had a, a second, added a second Audio-Technica microphone to the one that I already had. And it's the kind that has both USB or XLR input. So if I invest in a mixer sometime in the near future then we can plug both of those mics into the mixer and have the mixer running into um, the computer so we won't just be passing a Samson CO1U USB mic back and forth. It'll be a mic for each of us. And it's got each of them has a pop screen and a boom and a little tripod, a little mini tripod. So that'll, that'll look a lot fancier. Very true. Yeah. Um, and hopefully even increase the sound quality. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're always looking to make the, uh, the the show easier on the ears of our listeners. So maybe that means we'll swap ourselves out for <laughs> voice actors or something at some point in the future. We'll just give them lines. Well, to be fair, most people really enjoy the sound of your radio voice. My radio voice? <laughs> people like my radio voice? Oh, I don't get it. No, but... <laughs> You have to hear it all the time. It's true. Poor thing. It never shuts up. No, I mean... <laughs> I'd like two double cheeseburgers and one large soda. Actually, I don't order large sodas, but... <laughs> or typically double cheeseburgers. But... <laughs> or double cheeseburgers. That's true. <laughs> I would like three meat patties of your finest in and out beef. I thought you went with four. It was four last time. That's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, so anyways, <laughs> uh, back to Florida. So we ended up doing the radio show, and after that, it was pretty close to when we needed to check in and get registration. However, we definitely wanted to squeeze in that trip to uh, Walmart so that we can get some food because we were so afraid that we were going to repeat Detroit, Mm -hmm. go the next day while we're hungry. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we ended up heading over to Walmart. And how did we get there? Because this time it wasn't Uber. This time it wasn't Uber. No, JP, bless his heart, trusted me enough with driving his car. <laughs> so we borrowed JP's truck, drove the less than 10 minutes it was to to Walmart, uh, grabbed a few things, 
And then came back. I think we were a little late to open dance. Yeah, lines were very long when we went. The The shopping itself didn't take as long as previous trips have. And previous trips have taken around two hours. This we squoze into about, ooh, 20 minutes or so. Yeah, but it was the lines that oh, did us in. Yeah. I Even always, self-checkout. Yeah, I always forget checkout during the holiday season of places that I don't normally shop. Because I tend to avoid shopping during the holiday season if I can. Mm. Um, <laughs> go figure, right? So I totally forgot that, oh, this is Walmart in December. Mm-hmm. Oops. It's probably going to have lines. Mm. So we got back. I think we had only missed a few songs, which was nice. Yes. As I recall, it was um, it was like pontoon and something else. Which I knew it was going to be pontoon because we had had the joke... Earlier, while I was eating pizza with everybody, about how um, I think Kelly Boy had asked JP if his computer knows how to play anything other than pontoon for the first song. Uh, so that was that was one that I knew was going to be the first song at least. So I was like, okay, that gives us an extra like three or four minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's all right. Um, and then open dance started because they didn't have any workshops on Thursday. And let's take a look. Did they do previews? They did previews, but they did them at nine o'clock. So according to the uh, the schedule here, it said registration desk opens in the foyer at five thirty. Seven thirty ballroom opens all levels, and then the Captiva ballroom had the beginner to low intermediate requests. Um, and then nine o'clock was preview of Friday dances. Ten o'clock open dance party until question mark. Question mark, question mark. Okie dokie. So, 30th of November, 2017. <clears throat> and for those of you out there who are uh, keeping track and taking notes, as it turns out, there are a couple of you, because I spoke to you at, uh, at the event. Um, I, will, I will read these slowly and clearly. <clears throat> Pontoon. 50 Ways. American Kids. Bossa Nova. Homegrown. Mr. Put It Down, Hand Clap, Champagne Promise, Shady, Shape of You, Slowly, Gently, Softly, Throwback Love, Lady in Red, Pieces, Tango With Me Darling, Clap Snap, Stitches, Lonely Drum, Beautiful Wonderful, Part-Time Girlfriend, Hurts Like a Cha-Cha, Strip It Down, Never been to Spain. Think I'm sexy. And demo started at 9 o'clock. If anybody out there has a bingo from Opening Dance Bingo, feel free to message us on Facebook. Find us at Lion Dance Podcast. That's right. We were going to start doing that, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of these you will see again and again at every event as an option for Open Dance uh, when they're just kind of getting everyone fired up. I'm surprised... That the so just dance 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 just feel like dancing sunshine in my pocket uh, floor split didn't come up until after this point, but I guess they still needed a few more warm up dances. And when people sit for a while during demos, they have to be warmed up all over again. So that's a good one to have in their back pocket. Did you have any thoughts on any of these early dances? Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of. We got there roughly what hand clapish. Sounds reasonable. I think. Um, I don't think I got out there until clap snap. Honestly. Mm. 
because I don't remember doing SGS, and I know I missed the first pieces, mm -hmm. so that would put me at Clap Snap as the next potential one, Stitches and Lonely Drum. Um, definitely struggled through Hurts Like a Cha-Cha. I love that one. However, I loved dancing Never Been to Spain with Rachel and with Joe. I know I was scared and blessed to be able to dance right next to Rachel for that particular dance. And every time we faced uh, the wall where I would actually be looking in her direction, I didn't want to turn around because she was playing with it. And I wanted to see what she, what else she could come up with variation wise. And like, so then of course, in a few moments later, I'd have to turn around and I'm like, no, but I want to watch her dance. <laughs> but then I didn't want to also walk off the dance floor because I love dancing that dance. So that was uh, definitely a, a mixed bag for me. Mm. But I love that song. I love that dance. I think Joe did such a great job on it. Um, it's got just enough sass to it that I, I can play with it. Uh, as well as it's just it hits in really nice places. So I fought through Think I'm Sexy right after Never Been to Spain. And I had taught it at Sonoma State Line Dance Club. But I hadn't done it since I taught it at Sonoma State Line Dance Club. So there were a few parts where there would be like a triple and I wasn't sure which triple it was. Whether it was like a side and cross or a coaster step or a sailor turn or a shuffle. Because there are a lot of triples that pop up in that one. And keeping them all straight can be a bit of a challenge um, on its own. But it was nice doing that with both Rachel and Laura, her co-choreographer on that. And then later on, on the last night, I, I got to find out a little bit more about how that was put together. Uh, let's see. Also, there was... For Lonely Drum, something I've noticed since Vegas, I think the DJs are starting to crack a little bit on Lonely Drum. Uh, just a little. Yeah. Yeah. And it happens every time that you know there's a dance that makes it really big, and everyone wants to do it, and everyone... Things that they need to request it, not knowing that the DJs are just going to play it anyway. Uh, like, I remember I used to do that at Kodiak Jacks. I'd request Copperhead Road, because it was one of the ones that I knew. And I would request Cupid Shuffle, because I felt very confident in how I had the Cupid Shuffle down. I didn't know if there's, like, a set time that they actually just... They're going to play that no matter what you say, because they, right. they know they kind of have to. Uh, so, yeah, the, the DJs now with Lonely Drum... You'll hear them in the booth, and they're they're commenting. Sometimes they'll bring it to the microphone. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what comes next in in opening dance territory. Demos 9 p.m. They ran till 9:40. Which ones did we see of note? Okay, so first they opened with a mention for Jamie Marshall and Zumba way too early in the morning if you ask this particular person but um i guess there's those morning people out there that like to i don't know start their day off healthy uh then we have my reason best mistakes boom boom bang and cowboys and friends which we demoed none of them <laughs> but then we have uh the next one would be the pretty girl said sentimental which I really wanted to take by Rachel. Unfortunately, I was scheduled to be a door person at that particular spot, I believe. 
then we had Rosie got a hole in my pocket and overnight success. That would have been the first ones we were out there demoing. Um, I don't, I know I did got a hole in my pocket. Did I stay out there for overnight success? I know we definitely went over it on the side because we did the toe heel toe. Okay. Then I was, I was probably out there. Mm -hmm. Um, I know there was one that I I felt like I dropped the ball on. I kind of felt that way about most of these Friday demos. I think we probably could have done more homework on these, and then I definitely kept that mindset going into Saturday, feeling like I want to be more prepared. So then the next hour, which would have been a 12-to-1 slot, you had La Vida Bella, That Ceiling Feeling, and then Cuban Rhythm and I Got Mexico. Which, I wanted that ceiling feeling, but again, I was on the door for um, that particular lesson. You have, uh, the following hour was, I was wrong, part-time girlfriend, have a good time, and won't back down. There it is. That's the one that That I dropped the the ball on. I was out there for have a good time, and I totally spaced that Joe had taught I won't back down in Vegas, and we took that lesson because I remember getting out there for have a good time, and then we walked off, and I remember everybody walked off and left Joe and Rachel on the floor. It's Rachel's dance. And then they both looked at us, and we were like, oh, no, we know this one, don't we? So, it's that, a beginner dance. Like and, we could have had that back in a second if we tried to. Right, but at that back. point it was too late. It was, so it was too like, late. Dang it! Yeah. So then, from two to three, there was California heartache and Mango Rita. Joe taught Oh Mama Hey. And I don't think either of us remembered it well oh. enough to feel confident doing that as a demo. Oh gosh, no, no, I I would have had to go over that so many times. Mm-hmm. It's such a good dance, but I think I was like working off minimal sleep and I just wasn't quite functioning when I took the lesson in Vegas and I know neither of us have reviewed it since. Nope. Um, finishing off that was uh, Champagne Promise and Under the Sun. And I felt bad for not doing Under the Sun for two reasons. One, it's by partly by Kathy Chang and we've seen it done at Boots and Buckles which is one of our local places um, that meets twice a month and we could have learned that. It's a beginner dance. Also, the person who was demoing it uh, was having a little bit of trouble with parts of it so Rachel came out and she was fighting for it and she was trying to like remember it or follow it and I thought if if we had taken like 15 minutes to learn this before it came demo time then we could have been out there and very confidently helped out Um, but again this was Friday so ball dropping was left and right well, and for that particular one, too, I think I just kind of skimmed over and it didn't process. I know that happened for me with I Won't Back Down. I'm like, oh, I don't know that one. Right? Yeah, actually, we do. We learned it. Right, exactly. Um, so, like, for that particular one, because I know we followed that one in um, at Wild Wild West. Mm. Yeah, we were on the floor for yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. We were on the, the, what was it, 9 o'clock wall for that. Yeah. Or by our table. Yeah, so... We kind of sort of already knew it, and we just needed to review it, and didn't. <laughs> so from three to four, there was if you ever, you made me do, or you made me do, Babylon and Lozy, Lonely Drum Easy. Now, I know I got out there for Babylon, at least, but um, 
I, I hadn't seen the other, well, I hadn't seen If You Ever, and then the You Made Me Do, I didn't know at the time, so. Lonely Drum Easy, I followed in the corner, just sort of informally, while they were doing it, uh, just to kind of see what it, what it was like and how it, com- how it felt compared to Darren Mitchell's Lonely Drum. And I can see how it does simplify things a bit for people who have trouble with some of the syncopations in full Lonely Drum. Uh, so, you know, that's there as an option. Yeah. Um, after that, during, during the next two demo times, uh, John Robinson took a moment to teach us Hook Me Up so that we could help him go out and demo that later. But during that time, Gemma was demoing Meaning of Life. Scott had gone over feel, sort of, kind of, ish. And we learned that in my garage as homework for this event, but I don't think either of us felt confident enough to demo it, and I don't think I even realized he was teaching it at this event. If I had known that, I would have had that down. Instead, I followed it from the side in the corner over by the projector screen, and... I don't think it would have looked good enough to be like a demo, but I knew enough of it to feel bad about myself for not going out there and like trying it with a few more minutes of exp- of uh, practice beforehand. Well, given the circumstances of how that particular demo went, mm. uh, maybe it would have been good for us to stumble through it out mm. there. Um, I know we were shocked at first when it was just him out there and neither Rachel nor Joe was on the floor to help him demo that because I know Joe loves that dance. So I was very confused as to why I didn't see either of them out there. He was even gesturing toward the audience because he said, you know, half of you people know this dance. And then he started and, and stopped and started and stopped a few times and then finally after a few minutes uh both joe and rachel got up and went out to the dance floor and started dancing it and that's when he was like okay yeah follow them and then he went and sat down and they danced it for uh, another wall or two which um i think for me was a a really endearing moment and i had to respect scott for it um because of how he dealt with uh, the little complications of getting out there and uh, stumbling through it. Um, and then, of course, it was just kind of enjoyable to see Rachel and Joe dance, of course. Mm-hmm. So there was that. And then we got out there for Hook Me Up, and I stayed out there for Sweet Caroline, since I have taught that dance. Um, and that would in- conclude demos for the night. Mm-hmm. All right, so at 9.40 p.m., we are back to open dance, and the first dance in open dance that night after demos was Sexy Beaches, and then Change My Ways, Run Me Like a River, Blessed, Power Mix, Italiano. I liked doing Italiano, because that was uh, also with Rachel out there, and... I don't recall whether we did... Did we do Power Mix, or did we just watch that one? I only danced Power Mix during the demos. I think that might be the case for myself as well. Um, And then we have the Can't Stop the Feeling three-way floor split. All I can say... Tick, Tick, Boom, which I believe we did Can't Walk Away to in the corner, the front right corner. Uh, I kind of looked at All I Can Say to see if I remembered enough of it to do it, 
and I probably could have followed it as I've done before. And I we did learn it months and months ago, probably before either Wild Wild West or Fun in the Sun, most likely Fun in the Sun, but I haven't tried to get it back since then. It actually might have been for Northwest Line Dance Blast because that would have been when Simon and Rachel were there. So it was probably homework for that event. Tick, tick, boom. Keep it grooving. We did that one. Pink Champagne did that one as well. Did not do Street to the Castle this entire... Did, actually, did we do it once? No? Whoop. It's so hard to keep track of like what we did where. I know I did it in the front row with you in Vegas. That was probably the last time that I did it mm-hmm. recently. Okay, you know, I haven't done it since then. Boom Pow. Did we try to do Boom Pow? I did. Every time Boom Pow played on the floor during open dance, I tried to get out there because we had just gone over it, like, what, not even three or four days earlier. I think I remember doing that with Scott there. On the, and on the floor. I really wanted to try and get it, especially in time for the demos, but I just couldn't pull it off. Hmm. After Boom Pow, we have Off the Chain. Yes, I did Off the Chain because then there was Shaking My Head. Love Remains, did all those. Pull Me Closer. This one. I'm amazed that little Olivia knows this one because it's very complicated um, by Shane McKeever. I learned it at Windy City last year from Rachel. It was the last time I ever attempted it. Um, I think I got through like the full, full speed run through once, and that was that. And uh, that was one of the ones that she knows. Um, Whip It, of course, I'm sure we did that. Um, Cliche Love Song, that as well. Time to Surrender, Ain't Too Cool. Was this was it Ain't Too Cool or Sugar Honey that you were thinking about? It was originally Ain't Too Cool, but then I was like, all right, I'll get out there. Yeah, same here. Like, it's one of those that's done enough in the local area that it doesn't really feel like usually it's something we would have to run out for, but because it's an event and, you know, it's an unusual environment for us to do this one, uh, it was kind of nice just to, just to do that one again. Uh, Everybody's Grooving, which we still don't know. Lay It Back was all you. Click, click, click. That's uh, Bradley Mathers' dance. Uh, woo Woo. I'm sure I did Woo Woo. I think I did a Woo Woo every sh- chance I got because I just really like that dance. Shake That. Uh, did that one as well. The Wildlife. I think I tried to get this one back in time for Windy City. And I actually haven't done it since probably a year ago. Uh, I, I did it once as you know homework, but I don't think I've done it full speed in a while. Uh, Girl Crush. Was that one we fought for? Um, I did not fight for Girl Crush at all. I could have sworn we did Girl Crush. Because it was the one with the sweep, sweep. We, I'm, I th- oh my gosh, you are right. I totally lied. Yeah. We did fight for it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that went okay. Yay, Rose Garden. I am surprised more people did not either know or try to follow Rose Garden because it's- Joe was out there full of energy, as were we. And I just, I had a blast for that one. You could see her playing with it. We were playing with it a little bit. Oh my God, I loved watching you and her interact during that one. That was so much fun. And people who see me dance know that I don't tend to interact with people at all. But, I mean, when Joe starts looking your direction for things, you look right back and you do whatever she wants because it's Joe. (laughs) Um, Also, I just love that song. I've used that song, uh, as in the step sheet for Sailor V Baby, it recommends, if you want a song change, Rose Garden's one of them. Uh, one of the residents at Brookdale Senior Living here in Runner Park likes Sailor V Baby even more with Rose Garden as the song that we do it to. Uh, 
so I I just enjoy that song for itself. Getting to do the dance with it uh, was a bonus, and then having all that floor space uh, floor space to play with you and Joe, um, just it was just a great great overall experience. Let it out. I think I tried to fight for this one because I had seen it at a previous event recently. And there's this that one little part with the toe touches, like going across into the side or whatever, and then the sailor step. And that was the only part that I didn't remember clearly from when we learned it in Portland. And then when we did it this time, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll just fill in that blank, then, then I'll have the rest of it. Feel. I definitely did feel. Uh, after having followed it during the demo, I felt confident to do it, or at least follow the parts of it I wasn't sure about, with Scott on the floor for that. Hideaway Chaw, we've done that. Ever since that one event we went to where it's like, or, or when we were reviewing it, it was like, oh, the back lock step, that's the part we're missing. I've done it every time since then, just to really keep that reinforced uh, that there's that back lock step there so I don't lose it again. Holding me back, I don't know. Uh, I don't believe you know that one either. Uh, mirrors we did. Mirrors and- we basically led that front row because yeah. I know everybody around us was struggling mm-hmm. and... I remember a few times, a few people looking towards us as we were uh, counting it out, essentially, because of the fact that it, it, there's a little bit of tricky counting here and there. Um, but we had reviewed it to help Will and Amy demo it in Vegas, so it was still pretty fresh for us. So that was nice. We got to do that a few times this weekend. Mm-hmm. Then After Mirrors was um, sort of a surprise insertion, Ain't Misbehavin'. And I think it was after that one, might have been after that one, that uh, Samantha of Will and Samantha noted to to me while you weren't around that that uh, partnering in sweetheart position is something that she and Will also do. So uh, she had thought that uh, that might have been something we borrowed from seeing them at one event or another. And I, I said, oh, actually, we got it from Guyton and Joe. So now that's like th- at least three couples that if you're ever at an event, uh, you, you can expect to see... Uh, and when I say couples, I mean fine, uh, they get it. male and female <laughs> pairs of dancers. Dance partners. Yeah, just to clarify things for uh, for Natalie, the lovely Natalie Mundy, as well as Tim Zemanski. Uh, Nothing funny is going on <laughs> Nothing there. Nothing at all. Um, and then one of these days, I'll see if I can lead Joe through it as well. I tried to get you to lead her twice. Yeah, I was I'm, like, I can, I can help Jono. Jono can lead me. It looked like she might have been leading the people around her, though. I, I didn't want like, to confuse but, but them. But Joe, Joe needs to be led. Yeah. Joe needs to be led. If she had been up front and not on a sidewall, then which perhaps. is exactly what Jono said too. If yeah. she was closer, it would have, it would have made more sense for the four of us to be dancing together. Yes, definitely. Uh, let's see. After Ain't Misbehaving was Extreme Love, which we used to know once upon a time in. Um, doing our homework for Northwest Land Dance Blast when Niels was there. Sugar Honey IT, and uh, I think Faith and Desire might have... Oh, no. Yeah, Faith and Desire was after that. Uh, the first of many. I love that dance so much. I Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> she was our inspiration for learning that at uh, Detroit's Motor City Dance Classic. It was originally on my list um, just because I liked the song itself, but it wasn't like... I need to learn this now until I saw how much she just lit up whenever that song was played and she got to go out on that dance floor. 
that it was contagious and I had to put that to like the top of my list to learn and I'm so grateful that I did. I love that dance. Also, now that we know uh, Johanna a little bit better, um, and I guess some people pronounce it Johanna Barnes, uh, we've seen her do this at Windy City as well and you can see she enjoys it um, as yes, just, it's, just as much. It's a very well-written dance. Mm-hmm. 12.04 a.m., I Don't Mind, which I don't think I've really fought to get back since we got a review uh, of it from Brenda at uh, Wine Country... Well, not, not sort of a Wine Country Line Dance spinoff at Coach's Corner. After that was Kissing Strangers. I love Kissing Strangers. Uh, the dance. The <laughs> dance. So I, I do that as often as I can. Uh, crash. Did you? Did you? Oh, of course, crash? I was out there for Crash. Yeah. I love that dance. Yeah, I, I remember when we went over it for probably Wild Wild West uh, because that was one that Fred was attending, and I I did know it at a time for a little m- window of uh, you know a couple days, but then I just never reviewed it, and I don't know if it's my kind of song, uh, and the dance has interesting things that happen in it, but it, it isn't. It isn't something that like speaks to me from my core, so I just enjoy how much you enjoy it. See, I, I love the sound mm-hmm. of the music. Mm-hmm. He definitely has a lot of really creative steps in it, mm-hmm. and then that was the first lesson I ever took from him. Oh, there you go. So there's a, that extra like nostalgia added to it um, that just makes that one of my favorites. So. That's like why I wanted to fight for girls' talk, even knowing that after I learned it at Windy City from Fred last year as my first Fred teach, uh, I hadn't heard it like the entire year, and no one was no one was dancing it at like socials. I didn't see it on any playlist, but I knew that because it, there were like a couple confusing spots in in the points, um, I needed to get it back. And if I only did it once with Fred, it would be worth it. And then I did get to do it at Windy City in the. Uh, all request room and Jill's all request room and then I'm like okay this is good I have a little bit of resolution on this I don't have to do it again until the next time I see Fred but I needed to be able to do it at least that one time because yeah there is that 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 um, first teach factor and um, doesn't matter who else is doing it like I did it that one time long long ago and I don't want to lose it which totally makes me wonder how many people remember their first teaches by certain individuals. Like, I mean, I could tell you most of mine for like Joe, Guyton, Rebecca, Madison, Rachel, Fred, Darren, Amy. Like, I I can tell you what those first dances are, but I'm also still so new to this that it makes me wonder the people who've been doing this for twenty plus years if they still remember what their first dance was that they learned from choreographer XYZ. So initially there were some dances on the projector screen and I think he had the fighter she used to be buying and stomp your feet, but he threw in some uh, surprises. Louis had a little fun with us that Mm -hmm. night. So after Crash, what we got instead of those three dances, and he played them eventually, uh, we had Slow Burn for John um, and I'm Love very glad that we learned that uh, as part of our homework. Um, and neither of us requested it, so they just kind of 
did it. Yeah, at first I thought you had requested it because I was out there for Crash and you were sitting next to Louie in the DJ booth during Crash. Mm. And then the very next song that came on was Slow Burn and I was so excited because, one, I love that song and the dance is really fun to do for me. So I had thought you had mentioned it to him that that would be one that we had just learned. So, and then when I came to find out that, no, it was just because John was out there, I was like, oh, okay, well, cool, benefit for me. (laughs) And speaking of John being out there, after Slow Burn was Syncopated Rhythm. And we had a lot of fun with him on that one. Yes. I thought more people would know this one as well. I was laughing so hard because sometimes he likes to throw in a couple extra little quirks, and instead of doing, like, the hands up and then the hands down, he does the hands down and then the hands up. And so... I was thinking he was going to play regular on the first wall, so I put my hands down first, and he did as well, and so he starts laughing when he realized we were doing the same thing, and so it took us several walls to figure out how, because you were on one side and I was on the other side of John, so it took us several walls to figure out how to match you and me opposite of John so that we could play. Yeah, I, I go straight the whole way, like vanilla, just with a lot of energy. And then... It was funny because there was a couple times in which I tried to turn the opposite way on purpose, and so did he. So he was like, wait, I was trying to face you, you know? So, like, it was just a lot of fun during that particular dance. So. Yes, you won't. Oh, my God. Seeing you, John, and Joe front row center on that particular dance was so much fun. I got a fun little video and I got some great pictures, very animated of the three of you, that I was so happy that as much as I wish I could be out there and enjoying it with you guys, sitting on the sidelines for that was so worth it. That was one that I think I originally did as homework for Windy City, and then it was reinforced at... Detroit, because I was doing it with John and I was partly following him for a couple little tricky spots, but by the end of it, I felt confident in it so that I was like ready to start requesting it. I felt very good about it in Vegas after Detroit, so when it came up here, I was just all kinds of excited, because like I knew I had it down, which took uh, like a year to do. <laughs> I, I had first seen it uh, at some event, it might have been like Windy City last year, and it was one that I knew was going to keep coming up, so oh, I had yeah. to learn it eventually. After that, since John was still out there, as Dizzy, was as was Joe, Dizzy was the next surprise. And we did that one uh, in Contra Lines, mm-hmm. um, as we've, I guess, been doing lately. Since SoCal, uh, or since, since our interactions with the SoCal people at Palm Springs this, uh, earlier this year. Yes. And then after that was Beautiful Goodbye, which we stayed out there for, representing Michael Barr back home. And uh, let's see, then we have, after Beautiful Goodbye, Have Fun, Go Mad. And was that to the, I think it was to the original song. That was to the original. Yeah. And then after Have Fun, Go Mad, he went back to the scheduled dances of The Fighter and She Used to Be Mine. And that's uh, when they got Rachel out onto the floor. Uh, it was during She Used to Be Mine. And uh, The Fighter was played at 12.35 a.m. Uh, she Used to Be Mine was right after that. So hey, since Rachel's on the floor, why not have a couple more surprises? Pump It, followed by New Flow. Uh, Pump It, Joey, uh, Joey Warren was right next to Rachel for that, and 
we were excited. I mean, I I yeah, was all full of energy, even having funny. done how many dances in a row. Slow burn, syncopated, so yes, you won't, dizzy, beautiful See. goodbye, have fun, go mad. Six dances in a row, I, then one break for fighter, and then she used to be mine, pump it, and new flow. Yeah, see, I was just counting that. I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, then I was off the floor, then I had one, two, three, and then I was off the floor for the fighter, and then she used to be mine. So, like, that one song break definitely helped in between the couple out there. But I was out there for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And then I just remember when he started playing Pump It, it was, like, the best reaction. Because I remember Rachel looked over and was like, Louie! <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was worth it. And it was funny because it was just like he was trying to kill us. I was convinced, mm. but it's it's nice to know that he wasn't just trying to kill us. Mm. He was trying to kill Rachel and Joey too. So <laughs> yeah. Then right after that was new flow, and of course, you know when you're part of Masters in Line, you can't sit down uh, for one of your own dances. So uh, she she stuck around for that one, and then after that was stomp your feet. And I think she might have actually. I don't think she did. I don't know if she, uh, there were a couple times that Stomp Your Feet played and she wasn't out there, even though it's one that she has taught in the past. But because it's not hers, hers, it's Shane's, I think she gives herself a pass. Oh, see, I think on that one she was out there because she was already on the floor, mm. whereas some of the other ones she didn't walk to the floor. Mm, but perhaps. I don't know. Those After a while, some of these nights really do bleed together. Yeah. And this might have been one where I was on the back wall, so if she was still up in the front where she was for Pumpkin New Flow, then I would have been uh, elsewhere getting people through it because I know I did back wall for at least a couple of the stump your feet over the course of this event after stump your feet we have no stress and I got a woman uh, no stress we don't know but I got a woman I think we probably both did uh, I think I went a little all out on this particular one yeah yeah and then make it shake uh, drive me wild of all the Scott dances that we looked at this would have been a really good one to have like had at the top. Like, okay, so we did feed the fetish, and uh, feel or, and feel, and boom pow, and possibly a couple others that don't come to mind immediately. I think cold blooded was one that I learned. You did just in case, and the ones that we didn't get were like freaks to the floor, freak a little more, and drive me wild. That was on the list because Jody said that. Uh, that was one we should learn so that she could do it at uh, one of the events that might have been either Vegas or Detroit. I think it was Vegas. And we kind of felt bad. We had to disappoint her. We didn't know it yet. So we were going to learn Drive Me Wild. just didn't happen in time. And then go figure they play it like either every night or almost every night. Just about. Yeah. While they don't play Cold Blooded or Feed the Fetish at all. Which is surprising because Feed the Fetish, I think, made it to every night in Detroit. Yes, it did. Yeah. Um, after Drive Me Wild... Uh, I think Drive Me Wild was when I did a quick review of the next dance, which was New York to L.A. And I still, every once in a while, if I don't look at it um, recently enough, I get the the step, turn, quarter, uh, right the part yes. right before the sweeps. I get that confused with the cross-turn sailor right at the end that comes before the step, half, turn, quarter, quarter. Um, so that needed a little bit of review for me. And I still kind of stumbled through the first wall or two. Uh, after that was Take It Off, and we don't know that one. Or The Boogie, which was after that. Yay for Chase That Dollar, which then got Dustin on the floor, 
and Gyrate came after that, which he knows very well. It was fun watching him do that one. He really enjoys that dance. Yeah. Uh, then after that was Thinking and Driving, uh, New Thing, uh, Happily Ever After, Strip That Down, Worth It, More Dessert, How I Want Ya, Sound of Silence. I'm going to interrupt you real quick, even though we're right at the end. Totally forgot to mention that we had a surprise guest this night. Good call. Which was Guyton. Mm -hmm. Guyton had shown up for a little bit for this particular evening. And so we were able to, like, you know, enjoy the floor with his company throughout the night for some of these. Well, the next couple ones came up and... They came up specifically because I was there and on the floor. I got confirmation from Louie, and he needed to fill time, the last little bit of time. And he knows how much I enjoy these next couple dances. So after Sound of Silence, which we got to do uh, next to Guyton, uh, there was Clap, Clap, Clap by Amy. And then Electric Love, which we demoed for Amy in Vegas. And then Skiffle Time. Yep. Which ended at 2.10-ish. Yep. I think by the time we were all packed up and left the room, I realized I hadn't written an end time. It was already like 2.20 by then. So yeah. uh, so I just wrote 2.10-ish. Yeah, I remember talking with Louis, and I was like, you put those last like three songs on because I was out there, right? He goes, well, he goes, yeah, I, I actually really enjoy Clap, Clap, Clap. I think it's a really good dance. It's a fun song. And I knew you were out there and you enjoy it. I knew that you demoed Electric Love in Vegas. So we put that one. And of course, Skiffle Time is Skiffle Time. So how can you not play it? Especially with you and Chris on the floor. And I was like, okay, fair enough. So that was fun. And was that was that the day that we went to Denny's or was that the next day? That was the night we went to Denny's with Louie and JP. Mm -hmm. And that was a nice little treat. Um, we had fun on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Louis was very generous. Yes, he was. Yes. Bless his heart. He offered to pay for us. Um. All right. So that was Thursday night, going into Friday day. And did we have door duty that day? We did. I had door duty at all the during all of the lessons that I really really wanted to take from Rachel. Oh, this was the twelve to two slot. Yes. Or 11, 12, or something like that, yeah. Yeah, because I remember watching That Ceiling Feeling and Part-Time Girlfriend from the door. Yes, and I was on Ira and Sandy's. I actually thought I was wrong. It was pretty cute. Um, I didn't. I was preoccupied during Ira's lesson by going over some of the homework that we were doing on the off chance that they got played later that night. I wanted to be prepared for certain dances that I knew you and I wanted to request. Um, so I definitely used that time to do so. So I wasn't quite watching um, Ira's lessons. but I spent part of um, of my door time with Jono, because Jono came up and visited. And uh, we got to talk about dance things. And yeah, lucky you. Things. You were on the door for the main ballroom in yeah. the main walk area. Baby was around the corner. Yeah. In the corner. <laughs> yeah, I I originally, uh, where my seat was for uh, Rachel's teach was where I couldn't see her. So that was unacceptable. And I decided to move my chair. Um, 
I also I actually kind of enjoyed door duty because I was able to interact with lots of people. And if I couldn't see their wrist and they just kept going, I would chase them down. Yeah, that's it. Was funny. Somebody had come up to me and they're like, "He takes his job very seriously." I mean, oh, you mean he's hunting people down to make sure he gets the wristband? They're like, "How'd you know? You're around the corner." And I'm like, "Cause I know him. He wants he wants to make sure he does the best job possible, and he doesn't want to risk anything that shouldn't be happening." Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. There's a a saying I've heard: uh, "How you do anything is how you do everything." So if you take shortcuts and cheat on things that you think are inconsequential, then that kind of bleeds over in people's perception of how you do more important things, in, you know, as you might describe them, like the things that matter. Uh, you can tell people, oh, no, I won't take shortcuts on that. I won't cheat on that stuff. Well, what you've shown them is that you are willing to. So how do they know you aren't willing to for those things as well? So... Again, how you do anything is how you do everything. Take that with whatever grains of salt that you wish. I, I find it a, a little helpful nugget of life advice right. that I've heard sometimes. Uh, also, I got to see a Scott teach, because I don't know if I've actually taken a Scott teach before. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I have not. Uh, so that was, that was fun to see. Uh, that's one of the things that he mentions he enjoys most about the whole line dance experience when you consider like social dancing and running events and teaching and choreographing, he's mentioned that teaching and choreographing are among his uh, favorite things to do as a line dance person. Uh, so to see him do what he does that he enjoys most was fun. Also, there was a point where Scott was on the back wall. So it was Scott, Joey, one of his co-choreographers from Part-Time Girlfriend, uh, Dustin, who was learning it, and Maria, uh, Maria Sverlova, uh, who we had met at this event, and they were all on the back wall doing doing this dance, and I just thought how lucky I was to get to sit in the back and watch all of this happening. Uh, let's see, there was anything else about that chunk of time? Yep, I really, it, I, I really enjoyed and appreciated having the time that we did with Jono because. At these events, it's easy to lose track of people, and everyone has their different volunteer things or choreo choreography time with whoever they're trying to collaborate with. And just taking that hour and being able to talk with him was nice. Yeah, yeah um, that hap I got that the next day during your door shift, because the next day we had opposite door shifts, mm. not the same time. And so during that time, Jono and I were able to catch up and talk about life stuff and just kind of, you know, visit and really just be friends. Exactly, right? <laughs> I mean, who would have thunk? Friends talking. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's it's definitely nice having that time because I, I remember feeling like in Windy City, I didn't see him or Emily at all. And then again in Vegas, like I felt like I didn't see anybody at all. And it's like, I know I saw people because I was in the classes. I remember every morning I would find Linda and Kelly so we could take the picture for the shoes and the slippers. And I remember, you know, seeing people and having conversations and getting hugs and that kind of stuff. I remember seeing people. I just felt like I didn't. Mm -hmm. So. After that, we had the hour of Omama Hey Champagne Promise Under the Sun, California Heartache Mangarita. What did we do from two to three? Did we nap? Because it was after door duty was done. I don't recall offhand what we did. We might have napped. I wouldn't put it past us to nap. 
Hmm. I do not recall, actually. I don't recall either. Because I feel like... I know we weren't in those classes. We weren't in any classes for the next three hours. I honestly don't know. Maybe we did nap. We probably did. Because I know we came back downstairs, and that's when we went to dinner. Mm. Also, we had probably previews... <gasps> no, I think I think we, we were thinking, and it might have been both days, actually, that, oh, yeah, we'll get ready for... We'll get ready for tonight's previews uh, up in the room, and then we probably oh, slept. No. Um, okay, so let me see this real quick. I know... 12 to 2. I think, was it at 3? From 3 to 4. Yeah, from 3 to 4. Okay, so we from 2 to 3, I think we went upstairs. Because I remember wanting to take Joe's Oh Mama Hey and wanting to be in, in the room with Rosie. Three was Rosie. Yes. There it is. I wanted to be in the room with Rosie so that then we could meet Jono during his door time at three. Mm-hmm. But I was so tired that from being up earlier than normal. And because we also got up for breakfast that time, too. We did. We did. Um, being up earlier than normal with less sleep than normal. Um, that I was like, okay, I'm going to take a quick nap. So I think we went upstairs and napped for maybe 20 minutes or so by the time we got that. up there and came back downstairs. Mm-hmm. And then from three at 3 o'clock, we met Rosie outside of the Vista Ballroom with Jono, and she quickly taught us her... her Gynecostia. Yeah, the dance... The collaboration. Collaboration with Jill, Rona, and uh, Debbie... Debbie. Uh, so that we can help her demo it later that night. And then I don't remember what we did for that next hour. I think we napped again. Probably. So we us. were very tired when we got up from that mini nap. Because um, then we came downstairs at 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then we came back downstairs for 5 o'clock for all the demos because they had the demos before dinner break this time. Okay, so dope. then... Let's see. It doesn't look like I have anything written down about... I probably just started writing open dance after demos, so... So, first up, at the 10 o'clock hour, would have been John Robinson with Flat Out Dance, Joe Thompson Zemanski with Everybody's Groovin', Will Craig with A Heartache on the Dance Floor, which got switched to Moneymaker, I believe, mm-hmm. as well as Drinking Problem, which I really wanted to take Drinking Problem... But I still have yet to do so. I actually taught that at uh, Sonoma State Line Dance Club earlier in the week. And it didn't connect in my brain uh, that it was the same dance. <laughs> so I could have actually demoed it, but uh, I didn't figure that out until later. Yeah. Then you have, uh, from 11 to 12, was Joey's uh, with uh, Dabin Gold. And then Scott with Hot Damn. And then there was the Pro-Am competition, so they mentioned that. From 12 to 1, you have Sandy with three rules, Rachel with should be loved, which I wanted to take that one so badly that I made sure it happened. Um, and then 12 to 1 was Joe, just the two-step in, and Rita's waltz, which we both got out there for both of those, so that was nice. Um, from 1 to 2, you had Rosie, you're, you're a friend of mine. And then Frank Trace, YY, and Pump Up the Swing. I uh, demoed Pump Up the Swing um, after having learned it 
before this event. And then two to three, you had Trevor, How Did You Love? And Lindy, I'm Free, Part-Time Love. And we demoed... I went out there for I'm Free for sure. Did you stay for Part-Time Love? I stayed love? for Part-Time Love. Okay, good. Um, I think I surprised her because I don't think we asked. No, we didn't. We just ran out there. But to be fair, I think everybody just ran out there. Yeah. Um, during that time block as well, they blocked off the uh, USLDCC choreography competition in the Grand Ballroom. And so they made note of that. And then you had Marilyn from, it's so three to four, you had Marilyn, Beautiful, Wonderful, John Robinson's Power Mix, which was the one and only time I think I danced Power Mix the whole weekend. Also, I'd like to make a quick note that there was a lot of representation for Madison in Open Dance's uh, playlists because she was in uh, the area for Fun in the Sun at the same venue just earlier this year. Yeah. Um, what was really fun about the Power Mix demo was I believe Olivia got out there for that one and that little nine-year-old spitfire is so much fun to watch so I was really glad she did that then we have uh Lisa Johns Gross with May We All and Hand Clapping and then let's see four to five there was uh Will was teaching Thunder Ira did Hey and You Got Class yes and I demoed both Hey and You Got Class after having learned them Hey, I had done in Vegas. I think I followed that in the lobby, but You Got Class was a new learn for me. And that was one that I think you remember um, seeing me doing up in the room. Yes, I actually wanted to do that, but I didn't process that he was actually teaching that, and that's why you were showing me that video. I was like, oh, that looks like a fun one. And had I like processed, I would have made sure to learn that one. Then you had, uh, from five to six, Joe, which was Boom Pow, and then Frank, Tr- Frank Trace... Miss Mary Ann and Midnight Walk. And I demoed both of those too. Which she did those as well. So, and then that was uh, pretty much it for the Saturday demos. Lots of love for the beginners. But because Saturday night was going to be the show, they like to put Sunday workshop um, with those demos as well. So going to Sunday, 10 to 11, you had uh, Gemma over Boots. Jamie Marshall did All Kachi all night long. And then Ira did Amarillo by Morning. Then you had 11 to 12, John Robinson, Throwback Love. Joe Thompson Zemanski, Ice for You and Story, which we both got out there for Ice for You. Uh, Frank Trace did Ipanema Girl and Cool Jazz. And I think I did did, uh, Ipanema Girl, but I didn't know Cool Jazz in time. Um, Then 12 o'clock, our uh, debut. (laughs) No, um... That's when we got out there for Rosie for Gunacostia. That was tricky. And that was that was a little bit of pressure because we had just learned it, um, and really exciting at the same time. And I remember I was on her right side, so when we turned to the second wall, which would have been the nine o'clock wall, she was behind me. So I had to really trust my instincts that I remembered this dance, and pray that I got it right. And I remember at one point during the dance, which I know she even told us she's just going to stop and, you know, she's going to let us do it and, like, gesture towards us or whatever. Um, there's a, a roll to, to your left side, roll to your right side, a body roll down, and a body roll back up. And the crowd went crazy right after that part. So I knew she did something more than just stop. And I wanted to know so badly what it was. And I found out later that she had pointed to both of us. 
and like basically moved her hands down and moved her hands back up when we did the body roll down and the body roll back up. So everybody really enjoyed that. So I, I was glad we were able to be out there for that. Oh, and then after that, I got off the floor and Rachel was looking around and was like, oh, is that me? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, Woo Woo is up next. And I love Woo Woo, so I was Both going... of us were ready for it, yeah. Right, and then we saw Olivia come out, and Rachel was, went out there and joined her, and I think we were both like, oh, this is like a really good moment for Olivia right now. So yeah. neither of us went out for that. Yeah, neither of us joined the floor because when Olivia ran up to demo with Rachel, I was like, no, 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 this is Olivia's moment. She yes. needs to be out there just those two and just owning that floor and it was so much fun to watch them um again like i said olivia is just so much fun to watch and clearly rachel just lit up like a freaking christmas tree being able to dance next to such a sweet little girl who has that kind of fire and passion for dancing Mm -hmm. so that was really cool to see Um, finishing up that hour for demos was Hang On Tight and Country Holic uh, with Janice. Then the next hour was 1 to 2, which was Lisa John Gross, Craving You, and September Baby. And I followed Craving You in the corner by the projector screen just to see what some other options are for the song Craving You. Uh, that you know, If you wanted to do Can't Walk Away for a higher complexity level, then you certainly could, but if... If you want to keep it beginner, then uh, you got Craving You by Lisa Johns Gross with, it says Alan. I'm not sure who uh, Alan refers to, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's another option for Craving You, for the song mm-hmm. Craving You by Thomas Red featuring Mary Morris. And then the last dance demo was Scott Blevins with Serious Love, which again was one of those really fun demos for me involving Scott because he was nailing the dance and he was just... It was perfect, and he was talking, and Jamie uh, Marshall, being the MC, was um, true to character, and she was heckling him a little bit. And at, at one point, I remember hearing him say, I'm so proud of myself, I'm doing this while I'm talking. And then within like two or three counts after that, totally forgot the few steps, froze, and then picked it right back up as if like the pause was supposed to be there. Um, and so that was really fun to see. Uh, and just very enjoyable. So after that, we had dinner. Oh, that's right. We did. So um, real quick and um, definitely interesting. The next four names that I'm about to mention should not ever, 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 ever be left unsupervised <laughs> in public. Um, that would be myself, Christopher, Jono, and John Robinson. <laughs> um, John Robinson was sweet enough to be very, very hungry and invite the three of us to join him in um, a dinner adventure, to say the least. At, was that, where was that? Was that, that IHOP? was IHOP. IHOP, yes. That's, that's where I wanted to have my funny face pancake. So first of all, we finally decided on where we were going to go eat which was IHOP, so that Chris could have his funny face pancake. Because, yeah, everyone was so indecisive. We just needed something nearby that sounded the least bit good. And I thought, yeah, I haven't had a funny face pancake in a while. Let's do IHOP. Yes. And then, so the three kids got in John's van. Yes, we did. (laughs) In the back. On the tarp. On the tarp. (laughs) 
And, uh, yes, and so the adventure began. Also, I would just like to say the tarp is practical for running Super J Mart because it keeps the inside of the floor from getting scratched up from all of the, um, the what is it, the framing that he hangs things from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do, yeah, that disclaimer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, also, if there are any law enforcement individuals listening, there are seatbelts everywhere. Yes. And we were buckled in safely. Uh, the entire time. And very legally. Yes, very um, legally. The most legally. <laughs> um, and I just remember being stopped at the world's longest light because John started singing about how hungry he was, and that was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And we were all cracking up the whole time, the whole, like, five or ten minutes it took to drive to IHOP and back. Um, we sat down, and... Jono, bless his heart, turned to our particular waitress and apologized in advance. He knew it was coming. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he was he was nice enough to give her fair warning in that in that fashion. And then uh, we enjoyed a extremely entertaining meal. Uh, lots of talk about different things, which was nice. I made sure that everybody's <laughs> leftovers were taken care of. Yes, yes. Our um, our, our very fuel-efficient uh, Christopher and his hollow leg definitely uh, stored enough food for, that we all left over for his later, late, 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 late night dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody really wants to know where he gets his energy from, it's from all the food he does remember to eat. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I tend to forget, like, all day long, and then when food's available, I make the most of it. Oh yes, he does. Yeah. So. And John was generous. Yes. Um, I remember uh, we all got ready to pay, and John's like, "I grabbed it first. and so that was one of those where I think Jono threw his wallet at John, yeah. and I said, "Well, I guess I should start with thank you," and then John corrected me because of a dinner in which he paid for Fred Whitehouse and. Fred Whitehouse's reaction was um, much, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it, it was definitely a different reaction than thank you, mm-hmm. uh, much more vocal than John no throwing his wallet, but around the same time, same kind of lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so we got the, the new version of thank you, mm-hmm. the Ireland version, as you would put it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is swearing at the person. Mm-hmm. Um so that was fun. Uh, let's see, what else was there? Then we, we made it back, right? I think so, yeah. Because uh, we, we were looking at the time, and we didn't want to miss too much. We weren't sure if, it's, if Open Dance started at 7.30 or 8. If it had started at 7.30, we would have been real late. But because it started at 8, we only missed the first couple songs. Yeah, so we got there, started with the Open Dance, and then the night ensued. All right. <clears throat> Open dance. Champagne promise. Under the sun. Hand clap. Strip that down. Hurts like a cha-cha. Which I'm sure that I did. (laughs) Uh, Sweet Caroline. Best mistakes. My reason. Which we used to know when we learned it at Wine Country Line Dance. Yeah, which it'll be played on Sunday, by the way. Yeah, we're going to have to go over that. Uh, Then we have Shady. Throwback Love. The Pretty Girls Said, Hootenanny, which I actually did not get out there for, 
but I watched it very intently from the sidelines. Um, as it's one that we've done at Stoney's before, uh, it's pr- that's probably where it's done most locally, and it's one of John's dances. It's always good to have a couple of John dances uh, handy because you never know when he'll pop up in your area. And then we have Lady in Red, Clap Snap, Lay Low. I don't think I did Lay Low at all the entire event. Um, but it's one that I like, especially in a large ballroom setting uh, where you can do all the snaps during the rain falling. Oh, and one fun note about this Lay Low. It was either this one or if there was any previous one. I know that there was one where Louis played sound effects of a storm. So it was like thunder and lightning and falling rain uh, from from the snapping portion until intermittently the end of the song. And that just made it uh, sort of a, an extra special rendition of Lay Low, because I've never seen that in an event before. And it's the kind of thing that gives you that feeling of, like, you never know what's going to happen when you go to one of these events. Like, they can just bust out something unique like that, and you can't predict it, but you're happy that you were there when it happened. So that was Lay Low, and I think there was a surprise insertion of just a two-steppin'. After Oh, actually, there was Lay Low and then Lonely Drum. And I think they might have been making various comments about Lonely Drum and how excited that folks get for Lonely Drum when Lonely Drum came up. And I think also Louie made comments to Joe uh, in the back, because she was in the back for Lonely Drum, and she does like the fist pumps during the, st- the um, step bounce, bounce, bounce part. And I think I recall... Louie saying something like, yeah, yeah, get it, Joe, get it, Joe, come on, oh, here it comes, or things like that. And, um, and of course, Joe just really went for it extra hard then. Uh, after Lonely Drum, that's when we had the surprise uh, Just a Two-Steppin appear on the playlist, since they knew that Joe was out there. And after Just a Two-Steppin, we had Sentimental at 9, 10 p.m., followed by Ain't Misbehavin', which I think this time we got to do with Samantha and Will doing theirs as a couple. Yeah, I think they were only a a person or two away from us, but yes, they were definitely in the sweetheart position. Mm -hmm. After that was La Vita Bella, and it's rare to see Ira's dances in the main ballroom, Um, so that was was good representation. I'm glad that uh, he was able to get that one out there, especially since um, presumably they just recently learned it. After that was That Ceiling Feeling, and then I Was Wrong, Part-Time Girlfriend, Oh Mama Hey, If You Ever, Slowly, Gently, Softly, Run Me Like a River, Lay It Back, You Made Me Do, Meaning of Life, Power Mix, Think I'm Sexy, Love Remains, Wakey Wakey, which is another one that's done locally at Stoney's, and doing it at an event, you can do some of the things that you've done back home when nobody's watching, and just you know have a different new experience of it with a completely new crowd. After that was another Scott and Joe dance, Keep It Groovin', 
and then let it out straight to the castle. I think that's the one that Olivia paired up with Joey for. I think so. And I think Joey threw one of the lanterns at her. Oh. Or she threw it at him. I'm not sure. They talked about, instead of, because they did it in, what was it, Detroit they had the swords? Windy City. Oh, Windy City they had the swords. Okay. Then they were talking over the loudspeaker about making it dodgeball. Hmm. Oh, yeah, and then they had the uh, the paper lanterns. That were hanging from, the, were hanging stage. from the stage, yeah. yeah. So I think, because uh, one of the, the one that Joey had originally gestured to somehow randomly ended up on the floor somewhere, so I'm assuming somebody threw something. After that was clap, 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 and then Dizzy, New Thang, Kissing Strangers. I wonder if that was the one that I got excited about, because I think at some point Maria was out there, and that was one that she liked. So after the last, huh, I think I might have like high-fived her or something. After that was feel, which I'm sure that I did again. Uh, sexy beaches, mbop, or as it's known around Sonoma County, sometimes triple mbop. No stress, and of course this mbop was done to the original song. No stress, shake that, what the France, which we did not floor split with want to want me, which sometimes we do. Uh, Roy Hedda Sobrotos want to want me. Uh, Blackout, DHSS. Which I was really excited for and kind of shocked that not as many people knew it. Mm. Same. Yeah, I really like that one. You can put so much sass into that one. AK Freak, which... uh, I struggled with, I'll be honest. I like this one a lot. And I remember seeing this one in the playlist at Big Bang, probably, um, when I first took real note of it and then wanted to have it ready by Fun in the Sun. And I don't know if we did that in time for Portland, but uh, it was it was on my list for the longest time, so it's still one of my favorites. Uh, Everybody's Groovin', Give It Back, Cliché Love Song, Pink Champagne, Shaking My Head. I know that at one of these um, Shaking My Heads, Guyton was in the back. It was probably for the first night. Uh, it was actually the second night. Or oh, the Saturday night, but okay. yeah. Oh, well, that's the one that we're reading, so there you go. Is it uh, Saturday? Uh, is it? Maybe it's Friday. I have no idea. What day uh, is it? The 1st of December, so it's that would Friday. be Friday. All right. Time to Surrender, The Fighter, Shape of You, Boom Pow, Holding Me Back, Do Your Thing. Yay! Do Your Thing! Yay. That was another one that was on our homework. And as it turns out, Jen Cameron had taught it to her people recently, so there was a, a healthy number of people on the floor, unlike Vegas, where... Um, Joe had wanted to do it, but not enough people knew it to do it with her. And that's when we knew it was time to do that one as one of our homework items for this event. She Used to Be Mine, Stomp Your Feet, Poetry in Motion, and that, of course, was set to Hotel California. And that was one where where Rachel was on the floor. The next time we did it, she was not there, so it was a different experience. But this time, she was on the floor for it. Um... Yes. On the far side. So this was roughly around midnight, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because right after that was cruising, which ended at 12.09. Okay, so Louie was taking off Friday at midnight, and then JP was going to run the rest of the the Friday night evening and then Saturday night evening, because um, they split the time that way. And Louie wanted to see Rachel dance Poetry in Motion, which is why he saved it for the very last song before he left, or I think Cruzen was the last one, but he certainly wanted to have that be one of the last ones. I remember turning to you and be like, you want to switch spots? 
because I ended up dancing next to her and I'm still very new at this dance. So I was very self-conscious about dancing next to Rachel, even though I know how much she loves this dance and just gets into her own zone. It was still that added pressure of standing next to her while doing this dance. So I remember asking, you want to switch? You want to switch? And you're like, no, I'm good. I'm like, no, seriously, you want to switch? You're like, no, I'm good. I was like, yeah, if anything, I moved farther over to the other side because I thought they might need a wall lead. Um, and, which actually helped a little bit because that allowed me to give her just a little bit more room because I know how much she loves to be able to fully dance this one with limited, with no limitations or restrictions on like where she can go with it. So I was able to move a little bit further away, give her a little bit more room to do her thing, um, which I know there was a couple times in which I was dancing and facing towards her that I was even almost stopping the dance just to watch her, but I had to remind myself to keep going. All right, then after Poetry in Motion, we have Cruisin', Best Mistakes, More Dessert, Up in Here, Hideaway Cha, Helium, Whip It, Wild Wild West. Yay! Yay. I love that dance. Uh, And I think Joe, did Joe do that one with us? Uh, If she did, she was not near us at the time. She did right next to us or right in between us or whatever at Vegas, Vegas. but this particular one, I don't remember where she was. Uh, let's see. Then we got Serious Love, Sippin' on Southern, Have Fun, Go Mad. Was that one to Eminem? I Probably. think the second time it was Eminem. At least the second and third times were Eminem. Thy Will, First Thing First, Strip That Down, Woo Woo, Cry to Me, Beautiful, Wonderful, All Kachi All Night Long, Smooth Criminal, yay! Which I'm very happy that I learned after, I would have liked to have learned it, as I've ranted about before, in time for Windy City, but I'm happy that I had it in time for Detroit. I think it was Detroit. Detroit, Vegas. Vegas, definitely. And, and then this one. Same. I felt very confident on it for this one. Uh, Stitches, Thinking and Driving at 1.18 a.m. Then I, because I know how much he loves this dance, requested a special song just for Joey. And if you've ever been at an event... You already know what I'm going to say, but we requested Watermelon Crawl. Mm-hmm. Hurts Like a Cha-Cha, Yes You Won't, The Mac, Chase That Dollar, Fault Line, which we learned in time for this, but we didn't review, so I, I didn't try. Uh, Drive Me Wild, Mmm Yeah, which we used to know. We learned that one in time for some event way back. I believe that that one was uh, Northwest Line Dance Blast. That sounds about right, because it was after Big Bang that I saw it. Gimme Gimme, New Flow, How I Want Ya, Sound of Silence, Trespassing, Throwback Love at 2.09 a.m., Blurred Lines, which I learned in time for something with Rachel. It might have been Wild Wild West. Possibly. Probably Wild Wild West, and then I didn't review it, so I didn't do it uh, for this event. Neither of us learned Throwback Love in time for this, or it's any of It's been on my list for how long now? It's yeah. kind of disgusting. Yeah, so we'll get on that at some point. Uh, pieces, Get Ugly, No Vacancy. No Vacancy's fun to do, because it's not at every event, but because Trevor's at this one, we got to do it, so I got to do some of Alex's variations on it. Um, You're So Beautiful, 
Dem jeans. Which I definitely was out there doing. Yeah. Yeah, we did both of those. <laughs> I don't normally do that particular one, but I figured, you know, why not? After whenever it was that we did You're So Beautiful and we were still kind of figuring it out, I've done it every time I, since then so I don't lose it. I think it's Windy City was when we just struggled with it last. Yeah, because yeah. at Detroit we probably had it on lock. Uh, Dem jeans, 2.31 a.m., Sugar Honey IT. Another gyrate that we set out of because we did learn it in time for some event that we thought we might have a chance to do it at, and then it wasn't played because it's a very East Coast thing, I guess, and we didn't review it for this one. We tried to learn it for the other one, and so we haven't done it since then, and we're definitely going to want to have that down and ready and playable with it um, so that we are ready for like Big Bang or something. Yeah, I think Big Bang's the next uh, big opportunity we'll have to do that. So that one's certainly, yeah, back to the top of the list for that. Uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, which we floor split on on the side with Can't Walk Away. Uh, Lay It Back at 2.46 a.m. Off the Chain, Mr. Put It Down, Main Attraction, Summer Thing, giving some representation of Rhoda. Uh, Swing Your Chains, Faith and Desire, High on loving you. Which I actually attempted to follow. I saw that. And it was a little confusing here and there just to pick it up on the floor, but there was, I think that had to do more with like the restarts than anything. Because as soon as I thought I had it, it would be like, oh, now we're back to the beginning. Wait, what just happened? (laughs) Then our last song was Coming Unplugged, which ended at 3.18 a.m. Did we do anything after this particular night or did we just go to sleep? Because that wasn't Denny's and it wasn't IHOP. We might have just slept. I think we just went to bed. Well, isn't that mature and adult of us? No, no, we we weren't mature and adult. What did we do? I don't remember what we did, but we stayed up till like 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, interesting. Well, it wasn't doing interviews because we didn't do that till the next night. Were we just talking? Who did we talk with? Did we? No, because we... No, that was Sunday night that we stayed up till 7 o'clock in the morning. Yep. My mistake. We did just go to bed because uh, Saturday I had to be up early for oh, door duty. I slept you in. You got to sleep in. Yes, all I had was the competition. So I had door duty from 10 to 12. So And I was on the Captiva room. So I got down there and I definitely stopped for coffee. And I was outside for Will's lessons and the pro a the pro am competition which was really fun to watch i really enjoyed the um pro amateur competition because it was just literally amateurs got to dance with the pros to a song of their choice and then they were judged on like styling and um footwork for the amateur not the pro so like the pro had to dance vanilla but the amateur could go all out, which was nice, and it was fun. Um, lots of different people participated. I know Olivia uh, got to start out dancing with Joe, and then she finished dancing with Rachel, so that was fun to see. Um, after that, which um, I kind of reviewed, just so that I could have fresh in my mind, um, the dances we had entered into the choreography competition Around 11, 11.30-ish was when I was starting to review those, and then I started watching the competition. Um, from 12 to 1, I actually finally got to take a Rachel lesson, 
which was uh, Should Be Loved. And I actually really enjoy that dance. It's really cute. Um, there's a couple of little tricky bits into it, but not too complicated. More of a you just need to get used to it kind of thing, as opposed to this doesn't feel right. Um, a fun little tag to it. So I really uh, I, I enjoyed that one. And then the nerves got to set in from one to three because we were doing the competition. I had a great time. Oh, it was a lot of fun. I I thoroughly had a great time. I just always almost pass out. <laughs> yeah, we entered in the beginner. We had uh, Attaboy Girl, K is for Kicks. And then in intermediate, we had Can't Walk Away. And I guess we're going to call it Del Rey, but I don't even know if I'm going to publish it. So forget I said anything. And then uh, I want to spoon in phrased, which may or may not actually be phrased because it's AA tag BB, AA tag BB, AA. So it's kind of just a long dance with a bunch of counts, well, the, but it's easier to think about it as phrased. The way I see it is Amy's clap, clap, clap goes AABB, AABB, AABB. So yep. it totally counts. Totally counts. Um, oh, also, I demoed uh, Tallahassee Lassie upon request. Uh, learned that. And uh, was part of the demo team for Tallahassee Lassie. Yeah, watching all the competitors and their choreography, I really felt like all three categories was pretty much anybody's game. Like there was, there was a few that I was kind of like, okay, well that that won't get first, but it could still place. Um, and then there was a few where I would be like, okay, I'd be shocked if that didn't get first. And uh, for for that, you know, like that just shows how well um, the I guess the up and comers ha- are waiting in the wings for. I think we got some really really good talent that's just starting to be seen in these choreography competitions. Also, the judges being different really affects um, how things do. We had, in Fun in the Sun, Can't Walk Away placing third in its category. K is for Kicks didn't place at all. And then in this uh, competition, Can't Walk Away didn't place at all. And K is for Kicks won first in its division for a beginner. Or newcomer slash novice, technically, is what it's called. So, so now, wait a minute. Your dance placed what, what again? Well, it wasn't second. I know that. Because they, they announced mine after second. And it was also after third... So it was somewhere in like between the zeroth and the and the second field. So so somewhere in there. So so for newcomer novice, case for kicks was what again? That was first place, I believe. Oh yeah, I think you're right. I that rem- was fun. I remember <laughs> when they started announcing it. I was shocked. Um, I remember they they put Kelly's dance as second. And that was when I got that, just like that instant I know feeling. I just know. And I started to get really, really, really excited because I just knew that K is for Kick Scott first. And I was like, oh, but I can't jinx it. I can't say anything. I can't do anything. Just So just breathe. Just breathe. And then when I saw Jamie light up and like her face just like exploded with joy and she was like stumbling for words and struggled to get out I'm so excited to announce first place um it just even more confirmed the idea that potentially case for kicks took first 
And then when she announced Christopher Gonzalez with K's for kicks, and you flew out of your chair, ran around in a circle with your hands up in the air, and then took off running towards everybody. Like, it was amazing. It was the best possible genuine reaction you could have gotten. And it was funny because at the same time, Kelly, who had placed second, was jumping up and down for you. He was so excited to the point where he, like, afterwards he was like, I don't know who was more excited, him or me, that that case for kicks took first. So that that alone was worth it for to see your reaction. But as well as it really shows you something about how much our community cares about each other and supports each other that... You know, other people get excited when somebody places first over them. And I thought that was that was really cool how excited Kelly was for you. Um, I don't know about you, but I know it meant a lot to me for him to be that excited, too. It also occurs to me that we actually skipped ahead a little bit because we didn't hear the results until later that evening. Yeah. Uh, one to three was the competition itself. Uh, we, I think, attempted to kind of dress up a little bit. just to. Yeah, we wanted you know. to stay dressed up, and which we, I don't think we changed from the choreography competition, honestly. like So we, we dressed up for the choreography competition and stayed in those clothes until the announcements. And I definitely kept Rachel's comments from Fun in the Sun in mind as far as like how to demo a dance that you're competing or how to demo a dance that somebody else is teaching at an event and uh, tried to apply those. After that, from 3 to 4 o'clock, I'm not really sure what we did from 3 to 4 o'clock, uh, but I know I had door duty from 4 to 6. Or was it? No, no, no. I had door no, duty from, from 3, three to, to 5. There it is. Because we, we kind of hung out a little bit after that. Yeah. Uh, so from 3 to 5, um, I was door duty out in front of May We All and hand clapping, and I actually did hand clapping with them uh, when they went through it. For May We All, I think somebody was um, telling me a whole bunch of things about like where she's gone and moved in, in life. Uh, so I, I really got a, a chance to hang out and uh, interact with people at the door. After that was Ira with Hey and You Got Class. And when it came time to do the full speed run-throughs on both of those, I went to the side wall and, and uh, he invited me to, to help out with those. And when uh, Frank Trace, even though I wasn't on door duty technically after that, nobody was on door duty from five to six, uh, when Frank Trace did Ms. Marianne and Midnight Walk, I sidewalled uh, that one as well. Uh, and then we had the dinner break. Well, and from basically from 3 to like 4.30 or so was when I was hanging out with Jono mm-hmm. and got the one-on-one time, the catch-up time um, in the main ballroom, I think. And then after that, we had the dinner break. Uh, we were sat at table, what was three? And uh, a whole bunch of folks uh, came and and took their seats for that. One seat was still left open, which just happened to be next to us. And that was where the lovely Miss Jo Thompson-Zabansky came and joined us in her uh, Mrs. Claus outfit. I knew she was going to go all out, but so precious. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember because Jo was on on the other side of you, I took the advantage to speak to some of the people that I was sitting next to and just kind of talk to like talk to them about like what kind of events they've gone to and how long they've been dancing and what they do outside of work and it's kind of fun to know like people's stories and how long they've been dancing and like what their favorite 
old time dances are that we still do. And, um, yeah, it was fun. Cause I, I, I remember one of the answers was a couple different Joe dances. So that, that was kind of cool that we were at, you know, able to sit with Joe at, at the table. And then some of the favorite dances are actually Joe's. And then, uh, after dinner, which I definitely stuffed myself on cause it was uh, buffet style. Uh, it's a dinner attendees are seated first and then there was the show and there was also before the show a little bit of uh, bumper music and Joe was still in her Mrs. Claus outfit before the show started so she was out there dancing in that and when the bumper music was on um, which was all Christmas based yeah there was there was no set dance for anything but once they got going Joe uh, she she danced one dance uh with you know just an idea in mind of oh yeah this kind of fits and she might have even joined other people who were dancing whatever that dance was and then from that country from that walking. point on yes country walking was the first one after that it was just a oh, say lovey baby and then and then we would just do that or mama maria or cut a rug or as she suggested case for kicks and i sidewalled that one um and yeah now now we definitely want to be ready for anything like that in the future when there's bumper music uh, that's not set with anything in particular. We want to know here are a few options that people can pick up quickly. After that was the show. A lot of uh, good stuff there. You can check out uh, Seven Arrow Films for the recorded Live uh, uh, yeah, version of, of uh, what we saw at the show. After that was the 50-50 raffle and the presentation of the USLDCC Awards. Uh, the 50-50 raffle, I was blessed and lucky to uh, win. Uh, after that... Go ahead. And, and how much was that again? And what did you think you were winning first? I thought it was event passes. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I thought that they announced, because uh, usually when they announce the ticket, or at least at Big Bang, uh, when we won various passes, uh, when they call your number, you go out there and you choose of various event passes, uh, which your first pick is. So then you get your first pick, and then it goes down the line until whatever's left goes to the last winner. And that's what I thought they were announcing. I got super excited because I thought, like, oh, this is great. I can I can have my pick of the event that I had in mind to pick. And then it turns out it was a $400 envelope. So I'll take that instead. There's that. Yeah. yeah. That, that takes me to the finals, uh, which we now qualify for in um, Boston. Yep. For Boston Showdown. And that's where we'll be headed in early April. And that uh, envelope will be very helpful in getting us there. After That was the, with five minutes left, technically on the clock, uh, we have the open dance party going down the line. <clears throat> Cruising, Dizzy, Imelda's Way, Mama Maria, Islands in the Stream, American Kids at 8.28 p.m. The show. I guess Cruising and Dizzy and all that was right after the bumper music. That was right when they started doing official, actual line dances. Then the show, then slowly, gently, softly at 9.05 p.m. Ain't Misbehavin', Everybody's Groovin', Shady, Lonely Drum, Sugar Honey IT, Beautiful, Wonderful, Power Mix, Shape of You, Counting Stars, which I hadn't seen as an opener in a while, Change My Ways, which uh, they actually moved until after Run Me Like a River, so forget I said that, Pieces, Should Be Loved, Gypsy Queen, Run Me Like a River, and then Change My Ways. Also, bingo to anybody who got it, because we have Gypsy Queen and Pieces and various others in there. USLDCC results. Then strip that down. Can't Stop the Feeling three-way floor split at 10.32 p.m. Part-time girlfriend cliche love song hurts like a cha-cha straight to the castle. Somebody wants you. Clap, snap, holding me back. Lay low, no stress. Lay it back. Feel, thunder, Mr. Put It Down. 
Boom Pow, Dabbing Gold, Let It Out, Thy Will, Throwback Love, Oh Mama, Hey, Hot Darn, Hot Darn, Crash, Mirrors, Italiano, Coming Unplugged, Three Rules, Tick Tick Boom, She Used to Be Mine, Somewhere With You, Make It Shake, Chase That Dollar, Sentimental, How Did You Love at 1227am, Brother, That Ceiling Feeling, Main Attraction, Pull Me Closer, Stomp Your Feet, All Kachi, All Night Long, Best Mistakes, Woo Woo, Take Me to the River, Swing Your Chains, Hideaway Cha, Shaking My Head, Have have Fun Go Mad, Freak A Little More, and see, this is when I started seeing some of the classics coming out, because after, I think... Hideaway Cha, we started noticing folks like John Joe and I think maybe even Scott for a very short time. Uh, Jamie, go up toward the stage. After Freak a Little More was Backstreet Attitude, Smooth Criminal, Faith and Desire, Off the Chain, Mmm Yeah, Sound of Silence, First Thing First, Up in Here, One Less, If You Ever, New Thing, Pink Champagne, Lemonade, More Dessert, Freaky Skills, Cadillac Ride, Madness, and it was around this time that we were outside in the hallway interviewing Gemma, Gemma Ridyard for Line Dance Podcast. Hand clap, trespassing, surprise introduction of the beast to our evening, the fighter at 2.38 a.m., click, 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 woman up, the Mac, AK freak, get out the kitchen at 2.56 a.m., take it off, unsteady. Uh, We were actually supposed to learn get out the kitchen in time, and we did not. It's 96 counts. Fine by me. Uh, which I got back in time, and I was very happy about, because I hadn't done that in a while. I don't mind. Poetry in motion. Descarada, which was told to us that we should learn. Sexy beaches. New flow. Love remains. How I want you. Stuck. Room service by Rebecca Lee. Whip it. Worth it. Blue ain't your color at 3.54 a.m. Hold your horses, which was a nice surprise. Uh, Best mistakes. Lit. Just be, which is now on our list to learn. Here it is. Wanna live forever. Uh, you Win My Love, Domino, which was requested by many for uh, before the end of the night. Gyrate at 4.29 a.m., Thy Will, and the night ended at 4.37 a.m. It is now two minutes before our scheduled end time. Thoughts so you on got this? all that? No. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was so much information. Um, I know that... Um, Guyton and Natalie joined us on Saturday night. So that was cool. I remember Natalie was up front roughly with us, and Guyton was in the back for shaking my head. So that was kind of fun. Um, I remember Sound of Silence, very nerve-wracking, dancing next to Guyton. Another situation in which it's like, I know I know the dance, but I'm not 100% solid on it yet. So dancing next to the choreographer can um, add a little bit of pressure. I remember being surprised that the Beast was requested because neither of us actually requested it. Normally, it's one of us who requests the Beast or just JP trying to kill us. Um, At a certain point after Gemma's interview, we had... uh, I had gone out into the hallway with a group of people because there was pizza and um, food. Yeah. Generally speaking, it's really bad. You can lure me with food. Um, so I was out there hanging out with people, talking with people, um, and eating a couple pieces of pizza. Then I went back in because I didn't want JP to think that like a majority of us abandoned him and shut down early. Um, so I got back out there, which was nice. I remember missing Lemonade, and I was upset mm. about that because I really wanted to be out there. 
but I was we were in the middle of something. And that I was probably the interview. Because a couple songs after that was Cadillac Ride, and I wanted to see who out there was doing it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, also after Thy Will, we did our interview with Candy Seeger. Yes, we, we were up pretty late, because even after the interview ended, we continued to chat. So I think I remember it was somewhere after Poetry in Motion, New Flow, Love Remains area, that I was asking a few different people for recommendations of new homework. And I had asked Joey and Dustin, and I think I even at the end of the night, I had asked Will uh, for something to learn, just a recommendation. And some of the top ones that they recommended was um, Addicted, Stupid in Love, um, Sex Machine, uh, SXE was another one. Um, so there, we, I have a couple new ones on my list, which is nice. Um, oh, Ice Cream, Swing Your Chains, which was already on the list. Um, she Should Be Loved was one that was recommended to us. I think it was She Will Be Loved. Oh, She Will Be Loved. Yeah, you're right. She Will Be Loved um, was recommended to us. Was that by Louie? Louie. And then uh, Rob at Vegas told us Moni Moni. Um, and then there was a couple others that I just added because I, I saw them and wanted to have them. Um, and then, let's see... I remember I was in the middle of talking with Dustin and Joey when Hold Your Horses came on, and that was kind of a fun surprise, but I was like, dang it, I was in conversation. So, um, like most dancers, we understand that uh, conversations can take four days because of all the dances that uh, come in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so, like having a newborn. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, then we were able to sit down with Candy mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. and talk with her after the event which was nice and because we stayed up so late we slept in uh they were very kind to us at the orlando airport Marriott lakeside they let us do a late checkout of one o'clock uh, i got up in time for that and just started packing everything i could and listened for housekeeping so that we could stay in the room as long as possible we ended up leaving the room about 1 40. Uh, we came down for open dance to dance the floor away and chat with scott John, Rachel, Joe, and whoever happened to be leaving. Yes, uh, the dance the floor away. For the most part, I didn't participate except for like two or three and a half dances. Um, I got out there for a few different ones, and then uh, my favorite was the very last one: four boards, do your thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, which- we did skiffle time uh, before yeah. that. Skiffle time was hilarious. I heard skiffle time. And the last time I was in the room wasn't too long ago. And they had 99% of the floor still available. And so when I went in for skiffle time, I was expecting hardly anybody on the floor and lots of room. Well, it turns out it was like a a two by what, like eight or ten squares for skiffle time. And so I was not expecting that for sure. And then I remember at one point, um, when you do that very fast syncopated weaving, um, Jono came running towards me down the two rows that had taken up, uh, the two lines for the squares or whatever, picked me up and like literally was dancing with me almost in a wrecking ball status. So I was like, I was so afraid I was going to hit somebody, um, because he was dancing as he was holding me up. Um, and he put me down and like, I had lost it at that point. Uh, Because then he ran to the other side 
and sat down on one of the chairs that just so had to have, I think it was Lauren at the time, was laying across so that she could unscrew the floor. And so, like, it was really funny. So there was, that's on video somewhere on Facebook. Followed by Do Your Thing. Um, and then the very last dance they made, it was a, a four squares total, so two by two dance floor, um, full of people for Do Your Thing. And that as well is up on Facebook, which was hilarious. Um, I believe Seven Arrow Films has a copy of it. Uh, it was definitely worth it and definitely enjoyable. Um I also extremely enjoyed talking with Scott and Rachel um, in between all of the, the dancing the floor away. I uh, got a lot of really good information, amazing minds that if you're able to have a chance just to sit down and listen to them talk line dance, you're very fortunate. Rachel was very helpful in uh, letting us in on her process uh, somewhat and showed us sort of an example of how she would chart out a song and uh, she used first That Ceiling Feeling and then Summer Sway playing the song from the beginning writing out eights for how many counts are going on so eight, eight, eight and then if something interesting happens in the music she'll write what that is like if they say a lyric like kick or hands in the air or if it's a instrumental bit where it's like five, six, seven, eight and one then she'll write something like that uh, and then she'll just go down the line uh, vertically and say, okay, well, the, only one thing really happens on this second count, so I guess that's what you know would be best to use for the whole thing. Whereas this other count, you could either do the hands part or you can do the kick part, so you really kind of have to choose which one happens more often. And just in general, hearing this kind of thing from the mind of genius line dancer, choreographer that is Rachel, uh, I, I am so excited for the next time I see her because I'm hoping to... Uh, bug her further about as many things as I can get away with that uh, help me figure out how she puts together the things that she does the way that she does. Yeah, um, I also was very blessed and I got to take some time and speak with Deb Blevins about um, a little bit of her journey and the fact that she used to, you know, judge at world. So that was cool to have that conversation as well. Mm. So um, then we said our sad goodbyes because i hate doing goodbyes and i um, gave my cans to the front desk <laughs> yep and yeah from there we just kind of did our thing yeah we actually got through security with Jono and got to spend some time with him until it was our time to leave so i'm very happy that we had that little bit of bonus time yes i was certainly surprised at how fast security was at the airport even though there were so many people um, I think it helps that they have the security dog and you don't have to take off your shoes and take out, you know, like take out your laptop and take off your belt or anything like that during in that particular section of the line. Um, and then for me, I was equally lucky somehow because I have um, the membership with Frontier. I get priority boarding and it just so happens at the Orlando airport priority boarding has its own line that you get to go move through faster. So that was sad when I got split up from you guys, but then I knew, you know, just right on the other side of security, we would meet up again. Yep. Stood in line for Starbucks. Cause yeah, I'm an addict. Oh. I guess I should rephrase that. I'm an investor. 
that's fair. I just don't see any return. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to kick myself if I don't include all this in this episode, even though we're, we're pretty decently over time by about eight minutes. Um, after Vegas, uh, we had some dances that we learned that were partly just to learn and partly for Florida, so I'll mention those first. This was a lot of our homework. Cooler Than Me, Emergency, and Moving Hips, all by Frank Trace. Maniac, My Reason, at Wine Country Line Dance. And then we get more into the specifics of what we wanted for Florida. Shoes of Another Man, Worldwide, Zydeco Lady, which was done at Vegas. Black Coffee, Choo Choo Chaboogie, Joe and Joe Tango, NYC Funk, Razor Sharp, Fault Line, Feed the Fetish, Feel, Mars Attack, River Soul, Snap Your Fingers, Stand By Me Cha... Americano, Let Me Love You, Man in the Mirror, Recovering, Street Soul, Twist, 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 Won't Tell a Soul, Amame, Blue Finger Lou, Caballero, Faith and Desire, From the Ground Up, Slow Burn, Swinging R's, Boom Pow, Cold Blooded, Coming Unplugged, Do Your Thing, Drinking Problem, Guilty Ipanema Girl, The Ghost of You, and Think I'm Sexy. All of that was in preparation for this event, and I will leave it to the listeners to sort out which ones we actually got to do for the event. We still have homework that I will go down the line for later for a future date that we never quite got to, uh, but maybe that'll be in preparation for Big Bang. With that, we are ten minutes over time. Do you have any final thoughts on Florida Line Dance Classic? Other than the fact that I'm really glad we went. Same. And I'm really still ecstatic that you took home first place for K's for Kicks. Um... I I would have to say one of my best memories was dinner with John mm. and I'm very much grateful for that. I'm glad we were able to take the time to do that. Also Louie and JP because they had a lot to say about music in general. And I, I feel like I learned a lot about, you know, what kind of things people listen to and what makes classics. Yes. Um and it was just really nice just to see everybody. I mean Yes, we just saw them in Vegas, or we just saw them in Detroit, but um, I'm really enjoying this every couple of weeks, being able to reconnect with everybody. Um, I'm very blessed right now. I feel like we were able to give a lot um, at this event, and I look forward to any discovering any opportunities we can to do more. Uh, if if our skill set widens, then you know maybe that means we can help out with like DJing in the beginner room, or we can wall lead some more. Anything that we can do that uh, that adds to an event. Uh, I know that uh, somebody recently was thinking about going to an event. She didn't know if we were going to be there, and it meant a lot to think that us being there would affect her decision to go. Right. And. I, I definitely just, even if I have no job other than volunteer at any of these events, I want to go to as many of these as I can because that's where I feel like we should be. I just agree. Just being there on the floor dancing. I totally agree. Also, I want to thank you and everybody else who has ever taught K is for Kicks at their classes. You've taught it way more than I have at this point. Um, that's because I'm allowed to teach it. You are allowed to teach it. I, I Unless you I'm teaching for free, I can't teach it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you all for supporting K is for Kicks. Uh, big shout out and love for Jamie Marshall for including it uh, in her five in 50 at uh, various workshops where she has taught that. All right. Well, thank you all once again for tuning into Line Dance Podcast on Move Radio and sticking around with us over time as you have this week. Uh, we will be heading to Worlds next. We'll probably be doing our next 
uh, live at an event show there. Next week, we'll just be doing our usual home studio. But uh, if you're going to Worlds, you may see us in some hallway or Starbucks uh, recording live on Move Radio with Line Dance Podcast. I'm very excited that Worlds is taking place in San Francisco. As am I. I feel like uh, it, it's fun to know that some, some stuff happens in our neck of the woods, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, until next time, this has been Christopher Gonzalez and... Megan Barcelia. And until next time, we will see See you you on on the the dance dance floor. floor.